0: The origins of this show started with me running my own record label, feeling alienated and jealous of other record labels' success or my perception of their success. So six years ago, I just emailed them and I just said, let me interview you and we can chat about running a record label. Secretly, I was Trojan horsing myself into their label operations, trying to learn the secrets of the business so I could improve my own label. And it worked. They fell for it. And now we have this community where we can all learn from each other not just on these interviews, but in our Facebook group. But that's been mostly explicit things, things that labels have directly taught us or tips and tricks that people post in our community. But there's other things that I get out of my conversations with these labels, labels of all sizes and genres and countries and motivations. Over 150 chats with indie labels. What often comes through is what goes unsaid. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Some of the common denominators that come out of my chats with indie labels. I'm not an expert. You've learned that by now. But my job is to look for these threads. Common mindsets and motivations of great indie labels. And perhaps, for a lot of us, looking for threads that are common in labels who aren't breaking through the noise. Unsuccessful record labels. Like mine. Maybe yours. And it hit me recently. Too many labels are just doing the same things, the things that other labels do. The checklist of being a label online in this day and age, is it bad or wrong? No. Is it exciting or innovative? Also, no. So let's look at five ways we can break out, change some mindsets, learn from bold and exciting record labels, and gosh darn it, become one of those bold and exciting record labels ourselves. Let's discuss. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Other Record Labels. I'm your host, Scott Orr, where we talk about the art and culture of running an independent record label. You can get the notes from today's episode and dive a little bit deeper and download some free resources for your indie record label by going to otherrecordlabels.com slash take a chance. That's other record slash take a chance. And that link will be in the description below a huge shout out to this week's sponsor hyped it, who is an incredible promotion platform for indie artists and labels. I love them for labels because there are a litany of promo tools that come with your subscription that you can use on all of your artists and all your releases like pre-saves and smart links, email list building tools, assistance with creating effective Facebook ads. Go to other labels.com slash hyped it to give them a try. Highly recommend it. The link is in the description. Let's look at five ways record labels can take chances. Number one is taking financial chances. Let's look at two things we could do. First of all, I think it's important, and I didn't do this, so I'm um I'm kind of being hypocritical here, but I think it's important to spend an amount of money that makes you uncomfortable. By that, I mean, invest in your record label so that it holds you accountable because you need to make that money back. We've talked about talked to labels on the show here who have, um, you know, each partner brought in $1,000. And we talked to other labels who one label borrowed $10,000 from a family friend or or a parent or something like that. There's a, a certain amount of money that you invest. I mean, I would say, even just like the act of saying, okay, I really cherish this record and I'm going to pay to have it pressed on vinyl. That act alone, I feel like, is a huge testament. It's like putting your money where your mouth is, right? And it shows how much you're invested literally into this record label. And so there has to be a kind of a, an uncomfortable amount of money where you're taking a chance so that you show up to work every day to try to earn that money back. I think there's a threshold. Where $50, okay, that didn't work. You let it go. But if you put $5,000 of your own money in, then all eyes are on you to get that money back. I also want to encourage you to, and, and, and again, I was a hypocrite there because I've told you before on this show that's something I didn't do in the very early stages. We didn't take ourselves serious enough. And I do regret it. I really regret it. And I think we paid for it. I think we should have taken one of our records and pressed it on vinyl, especially back then in 2010. It would have been really bold. And it could have had a huge impact and it could have made us more money, I think. I think it was a mistake. Anyway, I also want you to t- use your money to try weird things. Uh, for example, and this is not weird, but it's different, it's unique. In, in 2019, a Canadian label called Royal Mountain Records committed $1,500 to each artist on their, ra- on their label to assist with any mental health services that they may require. So it's important to use money to think outside the box, not just in caring for your artists. That's amazing. But in how you promote your releases, the events you put on, the types of releases you do, use your money to try weird things. That's how you can take financial chances with your record label. Number two is taking A&R chances, working with artists outside of your comfort zone and working with genres outside of your normal community. I think can produce like really interesting results and that's what we're kind of going for here interesting has always been a creative word that i've really cherished with my um, my own music and my record label i've always thought to myself a failure from a creative standpoint is if somebody you show somebody a song or an album or an album cover and they're like oh cool that to me is like a complete disaster I, i want somebody to either love it and like lose their mind or I want someone to hate it and be like, Oh, are you sure you want to do that? I'm, I can't hear the vocals. Things are too distorted. Um, why are you using a drum machine instead of real drums? Like I want somebody to be kind of uncomfortable, you know, well, what's my point? Well, I think it's important to take some chances with music. Interesting is one of my favorite words is like when I'm mixing something is like, does this sound interesting? Does our other artists and other people in the music industry going to, uh, you know, kind of perk up their ears and be like, what is this? This sounds interesting. And so, I think one of the ways to do that is like experimenting with the type of artists you normally work with. Normally you're like, I work with this type of artists all, you know, there is a cohesive sound to our label. Great. But what about like kind of stepping outside that and taking a bit of a chance and maybe working with a a genre you've never worked with or, or like a subset of your genre a little bit. You can also take chances with by, or taking risks by working with artists that don't have those like traditional um, uh, metrics of success, those, you know, traditional identifiers of success and saying, I mean, you Excel know, recordings, um, and, and taking a chance on a, a young singer songwriter named Adele that turned out pretty good, I think. But, you know, there's so many stories where you, you look at, you look at an artist and you're like, okay, their Spotify numbers are amazing. Maybe they had a, a single that got over a million streams or got picked up on a playlist. Maybe they're a, um, a TikTok star or a YouTuber. They have a huge following. Maybe they're super attractive and you're like, I'm going to capitalize on that. Whatever like kind of like um, you know, a vanity metric that kind of attracted you to this person. Um, instead of doing that, and I know a lot of our labels don't go that route, but instead of going that route, maybe go the opposite and maybe say, you know, who can we work with here that we really believe in? That doesn't check any of those boxes, but we're still going to see if we can bring this person success, even though they're not maybe the type of artist that everyone else is chasing after. Number three is to take creative chances. Well, as a record label, you can take creative chances in how you brand yourself and in some of the creative things that you can do as a record label. Are you taking chances with your brand, with the type of record label you are, or are you kind of blending in? Are you being bold? Are you blending in? And that's, I think is important. And listen, I'm, I know when I say something like this, <clears throat> it becomes daunting to think, well, how can I just be bold out of nowhere? How, you know what I mean? Like what, wh- you don't want to be crazy for crazy's sake, but it's good to analyze things, step back and go, are we doing things as our, with our identity, with our brand as a record label that is causing us to just kind of blend in? Or are we doing things that we're standing out a little bit? And we've had labels on the show who have done some incredible a series, a series of of art, similar artwork for each release they released that year. We've had another label that takes like incredible behind the scenes photos of their artists, uh, and the the creative process of their artists, and that has become part of their brand. We've had a label, Full Plate Records, where every release has some sort of like food tie in or some sort of like cool little gift that goes along with the release. That's a huge. Uh, advantage and a huge creative decision. It's also important that you help and encourage your artists to take creative chances. So don't just take creative chances with your own brand, but help your artists take their own creative chances. I've told you this before. This I got to use this example all the time. But just a couple months ago, back in March, over the course of like 24 hours, 36 hours, I wrote maybe like eight or nine songs. And then over the next week, I recorded and mixed them. And within by the end of 10 days, they were sent off to be pressed um, to the pressing plant. And within the course of maybe two to three months, that record was in my hand being shipped worldwide on vinyl. That incredible creative process was probably the most fulfilling and exhilarating creative processes that I've ever taken on in my career. I don't think it can ever happen again. It was just so much fun. It was so exhilarating. I really want you as a record label to coach and to enable and encourage your artists to take creative chances like that. Tell them, do they have a a side project, you know, an ambient side project buried on their hard drive? Let's release it. Do they have some demos on their iPhone that they think are horrible, but fans would love to see behind the scenes of, of making a song. Go ahead and release those. We have some incredible labels in our community who've been on the show or who are just in our community who, who do really cool releases like that where they take chances because you know, it's just a digital release or maybe they press a limited to tape or whatever. That's really cool. Number four is to take marketing chances, take chances by not doing the normal things. You know, we've, it's so common to just think, Hey, uh, we've got a release out and we're going to, we're going to do things this way. We're going to release a single, then we're going to release a, um, a music video, and then we're going to try to get it to some curators or maybe try to get it as a premiere. Listen, the best thing that you can do, and, and it's so hard for me to do this, I often just quit, but let's try to like take that paradigm, that established template of how to release a record. Listen, if I said to you right now, okay, close your eyes, you have to release a record in two weeks, what would you do? All of those things I just said are going to fill your mind, right? Uh, submit them to Spotify for artists. Um, I got to pre-release two singles. I've got to send them to all of my press contacts and get ignored. I got to try to get a premiere. Somebody do a video press photo, right? This is like the common template. Are any of these things bad? No, of course not. I do these all the time. I suggest everyone do these, but, It's important for us to take that, acknowledge, hey, this is a paradigm, let's crash it, let's smash it, or let's set it aside and create a new one. Can we think differently? Can we be innovative? Can we challenge some of the conventional marketing methods? Um, Can we use social media in a completely different way? Or we don't use social media at all and we do some more in-person events or whatever. Completely shifting that paradigm. I know it's hard to do, but it's, it's possible. And you look at some of the labels we've had who have started out, as a YouTube channel like hydration records uh, or there's people who have started as a record store. There's labels like last night in Glasgow that generously take no percentage from their artists, incredible, you know, store origin stories and different ways of marketing themselves. So take that paradigm and smash it and try something new. And finally, number five is take chances with your labels identity. Be bold in how you define your record label and your community. I've previously emphasized the significance of establishing a well-defined, specialized niche for your record label, and this concept involves a degree of risk-taking since it means deliberately excluding fans whose tastes differ from your unique focus. Well, it may seem counterintuitive, taking the leap and firmly positioning yourself within your distinct niche can be an excellent strategy for cultivating a dedicated fan base that shares the same musical preferences, aesthetic sensibilities, or values um, as you do and your label does. And again, it may appear risky to narrow your potential audience, but in the long run, it'll probably yield a better dividend by fostering a more committed and closely knit community. And you do that by focusing on your community and the movement. And we're going to talk about this a little bit more in a couple of weeks, but I think it's incredible when a brand and specifically a record label focuses more or on building a community and, and fostering a movement than they do on just selling records or promoting artists. But channeling these efforts into crafting a movement with your record label, something that permeates every aspect of the artists you sign, the records you release, and the events you organize. Encourage your fans to become an integral part of this movement, whether your commitment lies in ensuring the permanent independence of underground hip hop artists or introducing blues music to younger generations, or maybe you think that country music needs to, be created in modern urban city centers. Uh, maybe like our friends at Kadastic Records from the Philippines, you're preserving your country's native language as the driving force behind your record label. That's a movement. That's something that people can get a hold of, can can really sink their teeth in and will want to support you. The whole goal of today's episode is coming back to this observation that I had, you know, the common thread of successful record labels we've had on this show. And then also the common thread of of some labels that I notice in our community or that I just see on social media who start to blend in, especially on Fridays or Bandcamp Fridays where everyone kind of posts the same thing. I'm not criticizing you because you're going to look at my profile and you're going to realize I do the same thing. We're all in the same boat, but it can get really easy to just do the same thing. And I want to encourage you to pause, take out that paradigm, Put it on the floor and stomp on it and try something new take a chance whether it's a financial chance that will hold you accountable whether it's an AR, A&R chance and taking a, a crazy chance on a really cool artist that you believe in whether it's taking creative chances and enabling your artists to take creative chances with their music or it's a marketing chance that you're taking that's something that's just so out there and most people would say don't do that it's a bad idea or it's taking a chance with your whole label's identity. I just want to encourage you to take a chance. Go to otherrecordlabels.com slash chance. And another huge shout out to our friends at Hyped It, an incredible platform to help you promote your record label. So once you do figure out, hey, this is our identity, this is the cool thing we're going to do, the Hyped It can help you make that happen. Thanks so much for being a listener. And by the way, I love using examples in these episodes of the people who've been on the show. If there's something that I've said that you're like, yeah, you know, actually we did this and this is how we've taken a chance this past year, please let me know. You can always send me an email, podcast at otherrecordlabels.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know how you have taken a chance with your record label. Thanks for listening.